Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You are listening to a zombie radio production. You're all going to die down here. Welcome to a 12-step program for your zombie addiction. Zombie Anonymous. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's meeting of Zombie Anonymous, the 12-step program for coping with your end addiction, where I'm Micro. I'm Jesse, And I'm Freak. And we're Zombieholics. Welcome to the meeting. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Point of order. Do awesome. I sound as froggy as I think I do? No. I no? think I sound bad, too, but... Okay, maybe it's just me. I sound very, like, raw, but maybe not. You don't to me. You okay. don't to me. You sound like yourself. Oh. All right, never mind, as we were. All right. So, anyways, any uh, cool shit happened to you guys this week? Oh, I'm trying to think here. <sighs> Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Right. No, it's it's finals week yeah. for us, and we're so fucking ready to, to be done. It's not even it's not even funny. I'm sure. Unpacking, as you guys can see. How's it going? It sucks because, like, I only had, like, Thursday off. Thursday and Sunday I had off this week. But Thursday I kind of had to do a lot more than just unpacking because I only get two days off a week, so I got to do my shit, grocery shop and all that. So tomorrow I'm off. We'll see how much I can get done. Plus I got to grocery shop again. But I'm also off on Friday. So I took the night off last night. (laughs) We, uh... I went to work, I worked, I got off work, I didn't have to go to Scouts, so I had a couple beers after work, and I came home, and we ordered food, and we watched that um, Mrs. Pellegrine's and the Peculiar Children movie or whatever. Oh, that's a good it movie. It was pretty good. It was I good. No we watched that last is. night. It's, it's a crazy movie. It was a book. It's a children's, like a, not really a children's book, but maybe like a young adult book. Huh. Never heard of that one. It's like some whatever her name is, home for peculiar kids. Yes, I guess yes. it's called. Yeah, huh. it was a good movie though. It was cool. Kids liked it. Yeah, <laughs> check it out if you haven't seen it. Perhaps. Yes. Yes. But anyways, so I have a speak pipe, but we can pipe. do our micro brews first. There we go. All right, so I'm having a. Star Hill Brewery Warm Up Winter Ale, six point one percent. But it's weird because the description on it says a smooth dark ale spiced with cinnamon, cocoa, nutmeg, and vanilla. Fine pairing for fireside sipping. And when you first take a sip, it is kind of weird because you don't expect those flavors. But yeah. it's not it's not bad. That sounds winter, good. Like a winter beer, it's it's not bad. Sounds tasty. Yep, tonight then I'm having a, a Lagunitas Imperial Stout. 
I love everything they make. I know this is a really good one. Mm. I've had it before, and I was at the store. I couldn't remember, and so I just got it. Then I was looking at Untap, and I'm like, oh, I already have that. <laughs> and then I was like, I bought that. What did that I rate this as? I bought that again. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good. Hmm. Nifty. Micro. <laughs> so I'm not drinking tonight. I've got a reason. I promise. Um, well, I always have a reason, but this time is actually a good one. Um, I have to, after we're done recording, I have to go back out into the world, so I need to keep my wits at least a little bit about me, so. I'm yeah, gonna... no drinking and driving. No, but I will tell you about a beer I had last night, because it was really fucking good. Okay. So we went out, because we do, every, Tuesday nights when we get the chance, we do trivia night. Um, and we went out, and I had a hop knife from Trogues. Okay. Probably one of the better beers I think I've ever had. Wow, and it's not an IPA, but it's really it's it's still fairly hoppy. I was impressed with it. That was Trogues. that was a beer I would drink again often. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so I don't drink you tonight, but I drank last night. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let me uh, get our speak pipe up, and yeah, yeah, yeah Hexter. <laughs> That's who it is. Here we go. Good evening, chaps. Burning calling. How are you guys? I'm starting to get a little bit antsy that you're not producing any more shows, to be quite honest. Um, it's been a little while. Right, uh, to start this week, I've got a Stortebecker Scotch Ale. It comes in at 9% uh, volume. Um, apparently, it's uh, like turfy and hoppy and stuff. Let's see how this one goes. Okay, bottoms up. Cheers. You know what? It actually gives you what it tells you on the bottle. Yeah, fairly pleasant. Right. Yeah, um, yeah, mid-season finale for Walking Dead. Yeah, I didn't get to see it as always because... Yeah, there are some downsides living in a country where you can drive as fast as you like and um, not get arrested for it. Um, come on, guys. I need more hits. Give me something. Take, talk to you next time. Take care. Bye. All right. Don't worry, Hexer. We have not stopped producing shows. We've just been a little behind because of moving and stuff, but we're working on staying on a steady schedule. Yes. Yes. I and, thought for uh, a second he was gonna spoil. Uh, he was gonna give spoilers for The Walking Dead, and then I realized, no, wait, he's German. That's right. <laughs> um, I'm really upset that we can't drive as fast as we want, and we live in a free country. I mean, you can. Well, we, we just have to pay a ticket afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, and not well, get in trouble for it. Oh, there's a there's a limit that once you reach it, it's automatically a trip to jail. And on the flip side, there's a couple things. First of all, the Autobahn is much better built than any of our highways over here. So oh, I'm sure. I'm convinced that their drivers are far superior because I've seen jackasses that flip over at 20 miles an hour. <laughs> Not actually. Yeah, well, that people are terrible drivers is the end result. Uh, Ger- Germans well, know how to fucking drive, and I'm, I'm rather enamored with that. 
Yeah, anybody who lives in Virginia, as soon as we have any sort of precipitation, whether it be liquid or snow, no. They don't know how to drive. They don't know how to drive when it's sunshine. Never mind. It's the same thing in Iowa. Every year, the first snow, everybody forgets how to drive in snow. Oh, Jesus, yeah. <laughs> I don't like driving in snow because other people don't know how to drive in snow. I like driving I in snow on my own. When it's just me, like, in the morning I get up and I go to the gym and there's no one on the roads. So... Driving, fuck it. I'll go sideways. I love to go on sideways. It's the slide. It's fun. But you put some nuts like out it. there. No, we got a fucking problem. <laughs> no, I don't like it. I don't really care for snow. It's fun, like when it like snows and then it goes away, like the next day. I'm, That's how I'm, it happens here. Snow for Christmas, snow for New Year's. So I have a snow pile to fall into, and then. Uh, <laughs> well, it's my mother-in-law's birthday tomorrow, and. Seraphim's birthday. Oh, happy birthdays. <laughs> Malibu's birthday is on the 17th. She will be eight. But my mother-in-law always asks for snow for her birthday present. And so if it snows tomorrow, I'm blaming her. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe her birthday wish will come true. Well, I hope it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's so nice. I know. <laughs> um, oh, and did you guys see... Um, our buddy Sean Freeman from ZombieCast is going to be a panel host at Walker Stalker Con. Oh, yes. He gets to be up there with the celebrities from The Walking Dead. I'm so jealous, and I congratulate him, and I think that's awesome. And, of course, if you meet Jeffrey Dean Morgan, don't forget. Don't forget me. <laughs> so I'm just saying. Even if he just if- sends me a little video and says, Hi, Jessica. It would be awesome. <laughs> And if any of you are new listeners because you heard me on ZombieCast earlier this week, welcome. Yes. yes. And let us know. Welcome, yeah. Yeah. Give please. us a comment, tweet us, or post on Facebook. Yes. We would love it. Yeah. Anyhow. So, <laughs> now that we have that, I'm trying to think if we had anything else. Do you want to yeah. do the topic? We got topics. Yeah, let's get to our topics. All right. <clears throat> well, the first one. What use can you put dogs to in the zombie apocalypse? Just based on your current abilities or lack of abilities to train dogs. My dog so, is currently making noises right now. <laughs> about to get oh, Mike out. Samansky says, dogs in the zombie apocalypse, if you train them, well, they can provide protection, be an alarm system, help hunt for game, or just be a companion. If you can't train them, they become food. That's true. I'm looking to see if anybody else commented about dogs. I think that's the only thing I could do. Is do I, I can't train a dog, but I can cook a dog. Probably. Ew. So Guy Kane says, his girls hunt squirrels and rabbits. And based on their actions, I can discern where to place traps and snares. They also sleep with me and I see it as a heating blanket. Lastly, they are protective and alert at all times. Okay. I know a little bit about dog training, and I'm not the best at it. (laughs) But (laughs) if you have a loud dog and a neighbor with a fenced-in backyard, you can put your yappy dogs in that yard, and they'll draw attention away from your house. All right. (laughs) And while... I wouldn't eat my own dogs. If it came down to it, I could 
use them for me and trade to somebody else. Right. I I feel like I, I don't want else anybody to eat, eat my dog. dog. Just, just, just my thought. I think I would eat a kid. I would eat a kid before I eat a dog. <laughs> I don't want to eat either one of those. Oh, I like dogs, so <laughs> you don't like kids. <laughs> I'm sure if he had his own, he'd like oh, kids. He doesn't I... like other people's kids. <laughs> well, he doesn't have any kids. I, I plan on keeping it that way. Well, that's why I said if he had his own. <laughs> yeah, it does work that way. I was one of those people that said I wasn't going to ever have kids and or <laughs> but I agree with Guy Kane. Um I do agree with Mike also but um from experience with my dog, she does keep me warm at night when we're sleeping and she's a good hunter also. She likes to catch possums and stuff like that. I don't particularly enjoy that she does that, but I guess if I was starving, I wouldn't mind so much. <laughs> yeah, our miniature Dotson puts off a shit ton of heat. <laughs> and he takes up a lot more space than you would expect in a bed. <laughs> I know my dog takes up a lot of room, too, and she's not very big. She's bigger than your dog, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, maybe not Seraphim. Not Seraphim, no. Because Malibu yeah. weighs like 40, 48 pounds. And she's short. So she doesn't, she's not very big. I think Seraphim and Buddy are about that. <laughs> but Buddy's well, a fat beagle, so. <laughs> I was trying to think which dog was be- was Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the second qu- con- or topic. How common do you think groups of survivors will be in the zombie apocalypse, especially a couple years out? Hmm. Here. Okay, uh, Michael Szymanski says, Groups of uh, Zompak, at the beginning, I think they were mostly friends and families, but after a couple years, they will be the survivors of these groups, very similar to The Walking Dead. If after a couple years, your initial group is still mostly intact, you had some damn good training. Mm. I think they're going to be more you know, common than we... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, and he says it'll depend on preparation and training on how likely they are to survive. Groups like Alexandria will survive on shared luck. Groups like the Saviors will survive from the remnants of lesser groups. Mm-hmm. I think they're probably going to be more common than we would expect them to be, but I don't think they're going to be as large as what we've seen in The Walking Dead. I, right. I was going to say the same thing. It's. I mean, you have more people, you have more manpower to get things done, but your cost of resources, what you actually need to, to make that group work on a daily basis is going to be so much larger. I, I think that a large group like that would fizzle out or it would splinter off. But I think they'd be more common than what we'd... Uh, we're starting to see a little bit more common now than we have ever seen in The Walking Dead, but I think that they'd probably be even maybe a little bit more common than that. You'll see a bunch of small enclaves, and that's that's what it's going to be. You're, I, don't, I don't think you'll see anything Alexandria or even Hilltop-sized. Now, do you think there will be more groups like Rick's group or more groups like the Saviors? Um, I, I think initially there'd be more groups like the saviors, but just intrition of being so antagonistic. I think that those groups would be killed off by the more successful groups like Rick's. Yeah, I agree. I think it's going to be an evolutionary process. We'll see groups start off 
like Rick's group, trying to be civilized, trying to be kind of egalitarian. Because uh, think about Fear of the Walking Dead. People are trying to still hold on to that little scrap of humanity. Right. And then we watch them become bastards. Yeah, and then that's true. those bastards kill each other off, and then we start to see on like, like the ocean, uh, Oceanside, people, groups mm-hmm. that are trying to just live out hiding, smaller than Oceanside. I think Oceanside's too big, but I, I think that that's what you would see. You'd see them kind of keep to themselves, only do what they have to to survive, and not draw attention to themselves. Well, well, yeah. Kane says groups of survivors will be rare. Most groups will go out of the way to avoid others rather than risk a fight. And Big Rig says, not if your name is Negan and you have a large group to do your every order. To which Guy Kane replies, Negan is my bitch. <laughs> I want Negan to be my bitch. You want to be Negan's but, bitch? No, it doesn't work that way. Uh, <laughs> I kind of think that the large groups, as it goes on, they become more common. Because early on, I think having a smaller group will probably help you stay hidden from the zombies and from other survivors. But as time goes on, as people are killing zombies and fewer people are dying to them, there will be less zombies. And so people would be able to, would be safer grouping up. And they would need to find other people with the skills they don't have. Yeah, because that's the only way you're going to have a successful community is if everyone works together. I think that's what a lot of, a lot of what is missing. Like in some of those groups with the bad people, they, you know, try to control everyone and they don't try to use everyone to their potential. Like so-and-so was this before all this happened. He could be good at doing this. Yeah. And I think that early on we would have those groups the assholes and in the bullies. Oh, sure. But I don't think they would survive as long as they do on, in most movies because those are also the ones that are looking for the drugs and the booze. And yeah. so they'd be getting stoned and high and not take precautions. It would die from just from being high or too drunk to fight off a zombie. And I, I think you're going to have a mix of all of them during at, at all points. You can, I mean, you're. It's just like today. You've got groups of assholes like that that just don't run around doing what they do because it's not an apocalypse. But I mean, you've you've got yeah. these people already. It's just a matter of letting them out. Yeah, and and that'll come out more in the zombie apocalypse, especially at the beginning. Right. Definitely. I think that's right. And depending on how much they're able to get away with, until somebody gives them a bloody nose and says, "No, you're not doing that." then they could end up as successful as Negan is and behave the same way as Negan. Okay. All right, I can see that. But I think that we're either going to have, in an area, a lot of little groups where the people want their own space and they're helping each other out trading, or they're going to group up and have a, a larger settlement that they all, because they want the security of having a lot of more people around them. Okay. Alright. I think if you if you take into account zombies dying back, so it's not nearly as prevalent a threat if you see fewer of them than you used to, then you might see the groups grow like you're like you're thinking. Um 
if we don't see that die off, if they last, uh, the longer they last, I think it's the longer it's going to take for those groups to grow in size. Because as long as that threat is still out there, I don't think I think it's going to be a cap on how fast or how large they can grow. But once they do start dying off, I think you're right. Well, even if the zombies don't, even if the zombies <laughs> live forever and still their till their brains are destroyed, mm-hmm. people are still killing zombies. Right. Yeah. And destroying their brains. So their numbers are continually getting smaller. Because unless you are caught outside by yourself, you're not going to turn into a zombie if you get bit. Because you have somebody who knows what's going to happen who will destroy your brain for you. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the ranks of zombies aren't growing as quickly as they do at the very beginning. Right. Yeah. And so more people so are zombies. Yeah. Yeah, and so they're well. Also, the people not knowing what's going on. Yeah, right? but Talk it seems like it takes a long time for their brains to just deteriorate because this is how many years into the apocalypse with Rick and everybody, and you still have zombies walking around. That looks like they've been walking around for a long time. Yeah, we've, I think yeah. the timeline's been established now at least a couple of years. Like you don't see very many fresh zombies unless it was you know somebody that just died in front of you. Yeah, which we will get to. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, so, I, I think that's definitely right. That's you're going yeah. to have that population shift, and it's. I mean, if we assume that people, when people die, they turn, whether they've been bitten or not, I think that's going to uh, that's probably to some extent going to have an increase in that or an effect on that. But it's yeah, you're definitely going to see that population change. Zombies are always going to start going down at that point. So sooner or later. You could probably—I mean, it'd be generations, but you could probably wait the whole thing out in that in that sense. Yeah, this is true. It's like zombies could still be a threat, depending on how long they'd last, because there's always going to be one somewhere mm-hmm. that nobody has been, either locked in a cl- house that nobody's gone into, or just wandering through the woods, lost, that finally comes out of the woods. Or you finally go into the area where it is at. Right. But I don't... But that right alone, just as many as... They probably killed around Alexandria. There probably aren't that many around there. Unless they've been walking from someplace else. But those zombies are going to be out there anywhere. <laughs> right. They are. So that's all the replies we had on that topic. Yep. Do you have one for next week? Oh. <laughs> I'll have to think on this one. <laughs> okay, yeah, because uh, next week is a special episode. Episode 69. 69. How about that? <laughs> what do you think is going to be different about sexy time in the apocalypse? Oh. There we go. Okay. All right. I like it. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd like it, but I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, so I guess we can let you know where you can find us all, and then we can get into the season fin- mid-season finale of The Walking Dead. So you can find us on Facebook at www.facebook.com backslash zombieholics. You can find me on Twitter, Snapchat, untapped and instagram at xdefied call our speak pipe again that you can download the app 
and write it to xdafied at msn.com and we will play it on the next show. You can also find us on Twitter at ZMB Anonymous. You can email us at zombie underscore anonymous at outlook.com. You can find me at Freak5Chaos on Twitter, Snapchat, and Untapped. And, well, I haven't seen it yet, but my plug this week will be to go see Star Wars Rogue One. Oh, yeah, my kids are counting down. Yeah. Okay. Um, you can find me on Twitter and untapped EDA14. You can find me on Snapchat and Instagram, Eric with a K1990, E-R-I-K with a K1990. And don't forget, if you don't want to speak pipe us or Facebook us or tweet us, you can call or text the Zombie Holics hotline at 814-406-9199. Very good. Also, please go check out everybody on Zombie Radio Network and give uh, the XD Experience a call. It's their 100th episode coming up. So give them a call and tell them we sent you. Oh, yes, and a shout-out to Rick at Man Cave Musings. Absolutely. Yep, I promised him a shout-out this week. Yeah, I'm still waiting. I'm supposed to be on his show sometime soon. He wants to have a bartender on. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, spoiler alert. We are on to the mid-season finale. If you have not watched it yet and you don't want to be spoiled, turn us off now. All right. Okay, well, the beginning I have in here is that Negan was making spaghetti. (laughs) (laughs) He was. With his white shirt <laughs> and his beardless face. I need his beard back. He said he needed to shave. Yes, but he needs his beard back. He's so much sexier with the beard. He's still sexy, but I like him with the beard. Kind of reminds me of an older Danny Zuko. Mm. No. Without the beard. No. No. You guys keep comparing him to all these ridiculous people. He definitely looks like but, Ray Romano's but brother. That's probably more his jacket. He does not. He, he does, does not. That's probably more his jacket than anything else that makes me think of Danny Zuko. God. Somebody was selling the the jacket that looks just like Negan's on Craigslist. And if I hadn't, you know, if Christmas wasn't coming up in a couple weeks, I was gonna buy it just to have it. Like it's exactly the same jacket that he wears. But I digress. Yeah. Yeah, so he tells Carl, I'm not waiting on your dad. I don't know where he is, but Lucille is hungry. (laughs) And she had her own spot at the table. I know, that was great. So Lucille doesn't have a pussy, but she has a stomach and can get hungry. It's kind of inconsistent with that. (laughs) Oh, then we have the saviors are looting their stuff and the female Negan wants some Spencer. Yeah, I noticed that. That's right. <laughs> it was like, I wasn't sure what to call her at the point, so that's what I put my put for her name. And so that's whenever she turns Negan. she turns to Eugene and says, you like to watch haircut? <laughs> Which <laughs> takes us back to whenever he was watching Rosita and uh, you, uh, Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> and he doesn't like, think he, about it, and he's like, yes. 
It was really funny. Yeah, I was laughing my ass off at that. I was too, especially that he she called him haircut. That was the funniest. All right, what's next yeah, in your notes? Think, I didn't take notes this week, guys. You would think she'd at least have called him mullet. Oh, I like haircut. That was that was good. Yeah, that is funny. <laughs> uh, it must be well. My next part of notes is commenting about how Aaron almost drowned. So yes. him and Rick are trying to get into the the house on the lake. I thought it was funny that one of the made paddles said assholes on it. <laughs> I thought that was very funny. Yeah, it was funny they were using the signs as their paddles. But I, I thought he was a goner for a second. I was like, oh shit, Aaron's gonna die now. Well, it was kind of stupid of them to get into a boat full of holes. Well, they probably didn't think it was gonna take that long to get to where, to the other the canoe that was in there. And that was the only way for them to get to that little houseboat or whatever the hell it was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, I mean... Did you happen to catch when they were on the paddles when they broke them apart the way they did? When uh, they stabbed the zombies, the actual part of the sign said, I am dead? Oh, no, I didn't see that part. (laughs) I got a chuckle out of that. That was pretty cool. (laughs) I'll have to rewatch. Oh, then I have... um... The comment as the other female Negan is driving Michonne. And I just put in my notes, driving Miss Michonne. (laughs) (laughs) Then we've got Daryl who got out and he gets, he ends up in Dwight's room and he's eating a jar of peanut butter. Of course he is. And you know how Dwight's always trying to be just like Daryl. Now Daryl's wearing Dwight's clothes. <laughs> so I thought that was kind of funny. Well, I have my notes because he's sitting there sneaking around trying to avoid people seeing him and I'm like, the secret to sneaking is to act like you belong. Exactly. As soon as you got out of the clothes you had on with the A on it, just act like you belong. Nobody will pay attention to you. They think you know what you're doing. Oh, and I have in here a chuckle about Maggie's pregnant nose where Sasha mm-hmm. comes in and the food's covered and she's like, is that an apple pie? <laughs> she can smell it a mile away. Yeah, I would have acted the same way about an apple pie in the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I think everybody would because that's not something most people get to enjoy. <laughs> Let's see here. Oh, then we have um, oh, I never got that guy's name who works for Ezekiel. Oh, I think his name is Richard. To Carol and Morgan. I think his name is Richard. I think you're right. But yeah, he Plus, he went to Carol's house, and he's telling her, "It's like you probably aren't used to fighting." Yeah, I laughed at that too because I was like, "Oh, you Morgan's have like no she's probably the idea. most." Morgan says she is probably the most capable fighter in this room, <laughs> and that is the truth. I really thought she was going to have a bigger part of this, but I guess the season premiere, we will see the Carol that we all have grown to love. Going to go smearing the zombie guts and go out walking like she did in Terminus. Yep. I agree with that one. But then how about when Daryl... I wonder if she might let herself be killed rather than have to go back to that. 
she's trying not to kill anymore. She doesn't want to do it. No, it she doesn't. Bring her close. It could tie up her story the same way it ended in the comics. It could, but I think on the other hand, she, yeah, she doesn't want to kill anymore, but if she absolutely has to, to save the people that she's grown to care about and become family with, I think she will, I think she'll come back as, as like she was when she saved them at Terminus. It might. Mm. But I could see it going either way. I mean, it could, like you said. Very well could, but I really think Carol has more for every, like Rick and everybody in her group that she would, you know, do it one last time if she needed to. Sorry, guys. My dog keeps whining. If y'all hear her. <laughs> Sorry, it's a good sound effect. <laughs> I don't know. She left him. And so mm. she doesn't, she cares enough she would protect them but she doesn't care enough to to protect them no but I think she's trying to separate herself from the group to kind of collect her own self and her own thoughts and you know if you think about it she really has never had a chance to mourn her daughter or anybody so she's probably just enjoying all that quiet to herself and she doesn't really have to worry about walkers or anything like that. Cause she's just in her own place. And yeah, you know, everybody you can use that, that quiet time. So I, I think that's what she's doing or she's got other things that she's planning. Yeah. I mean, you never know. Right. Yeah. So, uh, how about when Daryl like beats the shit out of Fat Joey? I put in my notes. Daryl finally laid pipe. Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well, he did. <laughs> that was my first thought when that happened. But since the episode, I had some further thoughts on this. Okay. Daryl Joey because he saw his old self there. It's like he winged the bully and Merle was his Negan. And he realizes now that it was wrong to go along with what Merle wanted. And he knows that he can step away from that. And people are able to step away from that. Joey was telling him that how he survives, it's what he, how he gets by, and that he can just go and it's not personal, then Daryl knows that it is. And I think he strikes out at him because I, he sees who he used to be and he doesn't like that. I also think it has something to do with he had the chance to kill Dwight and his wife when they mm-hmm. fucked him over and he didn't. And I think he's just not taking any chances anymore. Maybe. I mean, it could be either one. It could probably be a combination of both. Or it could be he went through so much shit, you know, sitting in that room and all that stuff that he's just like, fuck this. Seems like he went, like, off on Fat Joey the same way he did on Merle when he turned into a zombie. Yeah. Like, we really haven't seen Daryl, like, really 
break down like that too often. But those are, you know, two instances that were very similar to me. So then we go to back to Alexandria and you got Spencer well, we also, and his little. Well, we also, we also see Michonne, the lady in the car who told her, you need to kill me. There's a silencer in the glove box. Right. And you need to get rid of the car. And so I wondered if she actually killed her. We don't see it. We just kind of see the car pull off and then take off again. Mm, that's true. I don't know. She was, but she was in the immemorial on um, Talking Dead, so... She wasn't? I'm assuming that, yes, she did definitely oh, okay. kill her. She was. Will you stop it? And it's like... Oh, and when I was on ZombieCast, they were talking about this. I didn't get a chance to respond, but Normie was wondering why she told her to put the car in a lake or whatever... Because she was saying there's not the forensic analysis or anything. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's because Negan yeah. would know that that car had used to be in his. Yes. And so if Michonne took it back to Alexandria and they found her car, they found that car, then they would know somebody there right. had stolen it from Negan. This is true. There we go. And you got Spencer. He get, He gets pissed because... Rick went through his shit when he was looking for the guns or whatever. And so he cleans up. You see him cleaning up the house. So then he grabs a bottle of booze, gets all dressed up, and uh, is practicing his what how he's going to introduce himself. And then he leaves, and he runs into Rosita on the way. Because, you know, they had a little thing going. And Rosita pretty much tells him that she was using him to, I guess, get over what happened to Abraham and all that stuff. And she just needed to forget for a little while. He was an orgasm donor. Yeah, that's it. I don't think he minded though, <laughs> because he still asked her to come over for dinner, but no strings attached. And, uh, so then he goes moseying on down to Rick's house so he could introduce himself to Negan. Oh, he's a fucking brown noser. He really is. <laughs> and this is when, you know, we find out that, you know, he's not just bitching about Rick to everybody else in Alexandria, but he's going to he's gonna bitch about Rick to Negan, thinking that's going to make him <laughs> come ahead in this life. Yeah, I have in here, I'm not sure exactly where it was at, but then we have Negan saying, I just might have to get me a vacation home. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was funny, too. Oh, let's see here. We have oh, the group going through the stuff that Aaron and Rick brought back. And there's... I just want to know why the hell they brought back that note. I don't think... It, I think it was it's like the a piece of paper. It. No. If I had to guess, I could... What did it say? You... Oh, I think it was something about you win, but you lose, or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like and had the big middle finger and on so it. A couple of the saviors start beating the hell out of Aaron. Yeah, I felt really bad for him. Like, 
I wish my dog would shut up. Um, <laughs> I felt really bad for Aaron and, and for Rick because Rick, I know he wanted to stop it and he couldn't do anything because they probably would have killed him. Yes, and it's going back between Rick watching that happen and Spencer bad-mouthing Rick. Yep. And then he and they talks out, they, yeah, the pool table. The pool table. I wonder, did they level it before they started playing? <laughs> Probably not. Probably not, because they were drinking a little booze and uh, Negan apparently likes to play pool. So that's when he continues to talk about how Rick's not good for that place and that he's the reason that his mother and his dad and his brother are dead and that Spencer would be such a better leader because his mother was a leader. (laughs) And uh, I thought that was a dumb thing to say, but um, just because your parents are good at something doesn't mean you are. And especially since he's such an asshole, like he's very selfish. Like he would be a horrible leader. Well, and I thought it was great, and it matched the comics. It did. And I, I quoted it to my kids as we were watching it, and they're like, how did you know that? And I'm like, duh, read it. <laughs> and Negan tells him, I think you, well, basically, you aren't going to kill him. You know what I'm thinking? It's because you got no guts. Yep. And then Negan slices open and oh there they are you had them the whole time I've I've never been so wrong in my whole life (laughs) but everybody's shocked at that they couldn't believe that that just happened in front of them I kind of think a lot of Megan's behavior is because he was a gym teacher it's like he probably saw a lot of this behavior in the students that he didn't like. And so now he sees it with Spencer acting like this, sucking up to the teacher, trying yeah. to turn out in the other kids. And so when he was a teacher, you couldn't do anything about it. Now he can take it out on this guy. That's true. Yeah, you can't really go around disemboweling your your students. Well, no, that might be sometimes. <laughs> oh, I'm sure you feel that on occasion. Nah, I know my I like sister my probably does. <laughs> I like all my students. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so then um, Rosita pulls out a gun. And that one bullet that she had from Eugene, she shoots. And then it cuts to commercial and you're like, oh, shit. Well, comes back and she actually shot Lucille. That really pissed Negan off. Shit. What the shit? You tried to kill me? You shot Lucille. And I'm sorry, but he looks so ridiculous when he gets mad. Like his facial expressions. I was like, stop making those faces. So she, he tells those are probably this. Those are probably the same faces he makes when he has an orgasm. I don't want to picture that. I have other faces <laughs> pictured in my mind. But anyways, um, he tells a rot that somebody's got to go down for that. So he's trying to find out who, who caused that bullet to be made. Cause he realizes that it's homemade and Rosita tries to say it's her and a has got the knife to her neck. And he said, no, put it on her face. So she cuts her a little bit because he he 
calling her a liar, which she is lying. Then Tara tries to take blame for it. He doesn't believe her. And then Eugene finally fesses up that he did. I think I'm trying to think, is that more or less ballsy than <laughs> mouthing off to Abraham or admitting that he was lying to everybody? I think he was very brave. It's like Especially he, for his demeanor. Yes, he was very brave here, and I'm trying to th- I'm just trying to figure out if that was harder for him than the other occasions. Because he knew that those people wouldn't kill him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they need him. They, yeah. you know, and Negan realizes, knows. oh, he knows how to make bullets because he's kind of yeah. forking off the instructions on what to do. And he's like, be quiet because he doesn't want anybody else to hear how to do it <laughs> and they take him away but before that Arat, Olivia. yeah Arat, he said to kill someone and she just pow shoots her right in the face so everybody was shocked at that I was shocked at that like I kind of guessed that Olivia was going to die at some point in the, fin- in the mid-season finale but didn't know how or why so I was I was sad because I kind of I think as soon as we start to like somebody, shit goes down. I don't know. We never started to like Spencer, and he died. No, he's a dick. I think I missed Fat Joey more than Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> so then, what's next? Oh well, then Rick or Negan's talking to Rick, and he tells him, "Your son." Snuck onto one of my trucks, machine gunned some of my people, and I brought him home safe and sound, and I fed him spaghetti. Now, was it Spaghetti Tuesday on a Wednesday, or what? No, Spaghetti Tuesday on a Sunday. Oh, Herschel would be disappointed. <laughs> Do we know it was a Sunday? We, we don't. don't. It, aired on a we Sunday, d- so it was a Sunday for us. Yeah. We don't know about for them. And so but, and he's like, I gave you one less mouth to feed. And by looking at her, that mouth did some massive damage. Yeah. <laughs> he's Man. such a jerk. Always with the fucking fat jokes. Yeah, really. Oh, and then as he's leaving, he's like, Rick, I'm not going to lie. Your kitchen is a goddamn mess. <laughs> and so I one day. Imagine. With Olivia dead, who's going to clean the kitchen? Who's going to take care of Judith? Yeah, because I'm pretty damn sure that Michonne and Carl and Rick aren't staying around in the house long enough to clean up the mess and take care of Judith. Yeah, Carl stay. They're there. always leaving. That's funny. Yeah, it is because he sure as hell doesn't ever. And I was at work and I asked a coworker, "I'm like, who's taking care of Judith now that Olivia's dead?" And she's told me it's Negan. And I realized that half of what Rick owns is Negan's. And Judith is half of his children. Yeah, that's true. Technically, See, I thought for Judith sure all his children. Well, I thought that um, Negan was going to take Judith. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I was kind of speculating on that, but, you know, it could still happen. You never know. But then we get um, 
everybody kind of like fuck this shit afterwards and they go to the hilltop. Yes, Rick's ready to fight now. Yeah, and um, when they go to the hilltop, Maggie also sees Jesus and um, Daryl. And when Daryl hands Rick his gun back, I teared up. Because I was like, oh my god, something's going to happen. Rick's back to Rick. Oh, it's Pookie well, and the Colt. Yeah, <laughs> Pookie and the Colt. <laughs> Title. <laughs> well, I think what it is is Rick realizes that he's been going along with Megan to protect people. And right. now after this episode and these events, he knows that his people are still going to die no matter what he does. I agree with you. And so he has to fight back to minimize those losses. I just can't wait to see the premiere. Like, I wonder how far into the season they're going to actually give us the the war that's supposed to happen. I don't think it'll be on the premiere. I think we're going to see a lot more planning. Oh, God, yeah. I don't know. But then, along with that, who is the guy who's been watching? I'm thinking a whisperer. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. If if I had to bet on it, I would say that it was Beta. Beta, yes. It's like <laughs> she uh, I guess I won't spoil a cop. I won't spoil the comics with some of my other thoughts. So if you haven't no, read we'll, the comics, we'll get to them. Then <laughs> yeah, we'll discuss those when we get when the show cuts, catches up to the comics to the whispers. So I have lots of different thoughts on these things. <laughs> I know, I know, we all do, especially first comic versus show. I really want to get into that. We can do that as as they come out, though, as the shows show, and we match them up with the comics. We can discuss that too. But this, I mean, this season so far has been very close to the comics. Like, more than most seasons we have seen. Mm. Like, it is, there's a lot more, it, like, this actually happened to this person and this person and this person instead of them putting it on another character. But also, this episode, and part of it is probably because it's freshest in my mind. Yeah. But I think this is one of the best seasons. I I like, well, I, I like every season for, own, you know, what we find out on the season. I like each well, one for its own thing. Yes. Well, last this season is a good was, one. The best, was the best season in my mind also. And all, like I said, it's because it's probably the most fresh. If I went back and watched everything again, I'd probably realize, find things I liked about other seasons that might change my mind. Right. See, I'm really glad but you brought this I've, up, Freak. Well, I loved everything about the season. I did too. I thought this was, I mean, there were certainly filler episodes. There always are. But I thought it was a solid mm-hmm. season. Have you been reading this, uh, these, all these reviews where they're just saying that the viewership has dropped right the hell off? Well, you know what? Those are people that aren't real fans. Those and are probably people that came in. It, whatever. It's not Jeffrey D. Morgan's fault. I really like the way he's playing Negan 
I really do. I think um, it's right. they're, they're, they don't like I the do fact too. that he is that character. Well, we'll get over it because you know what? The people that have been watching since the get go, like we have, and have read the books. I mean, you don't even have to have read the comics, but the people who have been with the show since the beginning haven't stopped watching it. It's the right. people that have come in, you know, seasons later and they're, they were not really committed to the show. And those are the people that aren't watching anymore. Oh, I don't really care. That show's dumb. Fine. Uh, don't watch it. I can't no, help but wonder if it's the folks that, uh, that love, uh, they, they love seeing Rick and his group as heroes and they can't stand the fact that they got there. You can't always be a hero. Right. Yeah, they that would like make it so the best. Well, that would make it really boring if there wasn't any other like bad guys and that they take out everybody. Like I like to see a little bit of them kind of like, oh shit, you know, we're not the the strongest people out here. These people are going to take over, and then they kind of find it within themselves to come back. And no, we deserve to have the life that we fought for. I really like the way they do that in this show. Well, also, some of it could be the people who came in late and they binge-watched it on Netflix. Right. And so they got to see everything as it was happening and then the next thing and the next thing. Right. And they just can't wait. to, And so they can't handle watching one episode waiting a week for the next episode. And so... They may not be watching it live, but they are probably going to watch it as soon as it's on Netflix. Probably. As soon as they can watch everything. Like my supervisor, then she doesn't watch each season until it comes out on DVD. See, I can't wait. I mean, I just, even if we didn't do the podcast and had to watch the show for the podcast, I can't wait. <laughs> you know, I have to watch it when everybody else is watching it. Like the whole reason, you know, I don't have cable at my new place, but I've, I've got the fire stick and I got the sling TV because sling TV will play it at the same time. Everybody else can watch it. I can watch it at the same time, you know, so I'm not missing it. Cause I'm not going to go on Facebook and see all the shit that happened on the show. And I can't watch it till the next day. No, nah, <laughs> not doing that. Well, I have to watch it as it's happening. And it's funny. Cause with my supervisor, it's like, she avoids the spoilers. So I, I wouldn't be, be able to, like out. I would probably like see one and be like, okay, I don't want to know what happens, but I do want to know what happens. So I'm going to cheat. She's, she is not going to know that Glenn is dead until next September, October, whenever the DVD right. for this season comes out. Jesus. And she, Mm-mm. I'm pretty sure she does not know. And she will not know. And she's able to avoid those spoilers. And that just makes me laugh at the people who bitch I and moan about spoilers on Facebook. Yeah, yeah. If I mean, more power to them, you. If you can avoid them, yes, you can avoid them. I personally probably would be like, mm, I really want to know what happens. But I don't want to spoil it when I'm watching it, even though I kind of, when you've read the comics, you kind of already know the gist of what's going to happen, but they do make surprises in the show. Yeah. They do. And I, that's why I like it because it's something not always what you think it's going to happen happens, <laughs> but no, I can't, I have to watch it with everybody else. <laughs> I can't. I like, I'm so sad that I like have no, no walking dead to watch. Sucks. <laughs> 
I can rewatch it all though. <laughs> so, all right. So next week is episode 69. Get your calls and your texts and your emails and your Facebooks in and your I've Instagrams. I've a bunch of chatter on the page. I'm sorry. Guys. I saw I mean, some I too. Know. I didn't know. <laughs> I saw that too. <laughs> that's okay. That That's bringing people already. You just posted the topic and people are talking. So if we yeah, get more people, sex. yeah. And um, maybe we I can. Think this is more than we've had on recent topics. Hey, hey. Sometimes it takes time to get people to start getting involved, and sometimes you got to involve sex to get people involved. So, hey. Guy Kane may have been on something. <laughs> he might have been. So get all those in, and, um, you know, shit. If you want to be – if we can get somebody on the show, if anybody wants to be on the show for next week, hey, hit us up. We can make it happen. All you need is Google Hangouts. We're good to go. So, And a beer. And a beer. <laughs> Yeah, if you don't drink, drink liquor, whatever. Lemonade, water, it works. I do it all the time. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> Anyways, but um, so I look forward to hearing from everybody. And we are going to watch what movie next week? Strippers, strippers versus, zombies. versus zombies. There you or go. Maybe it's zombies versus strippers. I can't remember. <laughs> there's zombies, there's strippers. Some figure it out. So, yeah. yeah. So that's what we're watching. So maybe you can uh, jump in on the chatter on that one. I have never seen it, so this is all new to me. <laughs> but that's all I have, so I guess we'll see you all at the next meeting. Enjoy your nightmares. Bye. Bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.